Today on Locked On Rockies, another opportunity to bounce back. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock On Rockies fans, welcome to the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 13th day of May. I'm Paul Holden, your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast. Your Rockies fan extraordinaire, bringing you your daily Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Proud to be your first listen of the day. We thank you for making us your first listen of the day, and we thank you for making Locked On Podcast Network your team every day, a source for your sports information. Today on the show, we're going to talk about some things the Rockies need to do to get back on track, and I'm going to focus especially on the defensive side, but there's two players in, in, uh, especially that I want to highlight, in, as well as a third that I think are going to be instrumental in the success of the Colorado Rockies here uh, in this series. The big thing to realize, the big thing to take away from this uh, initial game, or at least this initial uh, setup to this series with the Royals, it's another team struggling to, at the start of the season coming into Coors Field. So it's another opportunity for the Rockies to shine. It's another opportunity for the Rockies to show off what they're capable of and, and who they are as a ball club. This is a, uh, you know, they thrive at home. The Royals are 10-19 and 19 on the season. This should be another opportunity where the Rockies were just just shellacked on the road and can come back and score some more runs. And that's going to start with increased performances from CJ Crone and Elias Diaz. When we look at these, uh, the last three starts for Elias Diaz and CJ Crone, uh, Elias Diaz is one for 10 in his last three games with uh, three of plate appearances at minimum in those last three games. CJ Crone, uh, on the flip side, is two for his last 12. The Rockies are going to simply need a heck of a lot more from that, and especially uh, when it comes to C.J. Crone, a heck of a lot less strikeouts. C.J. Crone struck out three times in two of the games against the Giants. As he struggled uh, in the opener and in the closing game with six strikeouts in that series. He avoided the strikeouts and had a, uh, had a pretty good game at the dish there in that second game going two for four, but six strikeouts, and that's actually, when you look at it, that's uh, nine strikeouts strikeouts for CJ Crone over his last four games going back to the finale with the Diamondbacks. That's simply far too much striking out from the Rockies' big bat in the middle of the order. When the Rockies struggle to score with runners in scoring position, you can look at that. You can look at that right there as a big reason is why the Rockies have not been successful with runners in scoring position. Striking out eliminates any possibility of you having a productive out, of course, and it's not, like we we talk about a ton, just get the ball in play, and CJ Crone has uh, been one of the Rockies experts at putting the ball in play this year so it's quite a surprise to see that he has been unable to uh, to do that and to to do all what he uh, all that he's capable of on the road especially he just he looked outmatched by a lot of those pitchers there three strikeouts in uh in in, in three of your last uh, four games is is something that simply cannot happen especially coming off of the hot start for CJ Crone He's still putting them. He's still stringing together lots of multi-hit games, but has gone cold lately. Hasn't got, uh, you know, he's got that multi-hit game against the Giants, but went back-to-back games with those three strikeouts there before breaking the slump with two hits. 
CJ Crone simply needs to contribute more. That's why we the Rockies turn to him and have him in that spot of the lineup. Uh, they need to get a lot more out of him. It's not just CJ Crone. Uh, the Rockies need to get more on offense from Elias Diaz uh, is someone that the Rockies need to get more out of as well. He has uh, also gone pretty cold in the past uh, three games, like we mentioned here. Uh, currently one hit for his last 10 at-bats. He's also striking out. He's not striking out as much, but he's striking out every single game that he has found himself in. And, you know, I know that we want Diaz. Diaz isn't going to be your crone, isn't going to probably flirt with a 300 batting average. I, however, want him to cut down on strikeouts because he has now struck out at least once in one, two, three, four, five, six straight games, dating back to May 3rd against the Nationals. Uh, you know, he doesn't start every single day being a catcher, but that's something to notice, especially when on the flip side, you you have Dom Nunez, who's really taking, he might not be hitting the ball well, but Dom Nunez is, is getting on base by taking walks, and that is valuable as well. That's an approach that I like to see, and those two should communicate, because Diaz, I know, can put some thump and some charge in the ball. I'm not asking, we're not expecting him to be a 300 hitter, but he needs to cut down on the strikeouts. Those are two Rockies players that are, are, are critical for the Rockies, and especially, uh, you know, when they come up to the dish, a strikeout for them really deflates opportunities for the Colorado Rockies. So, CJ Crone, Elias Diaz, a bounce back series is a must for the team, and especially a cutback on the strikeouts. Eric Harper's here in the live chat, and you can too if you subscribe to Locked On Rockies on YouTube. He says, high fives all around. Let's go, Paul. We're winning tonight. I think so too. I think the Rockies are eager to, to get back into the win column. I think they're, they are back at home. Uh, they have an opportunity to win, but if 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 you get a nice two hit game, no strikeout uh, oper- or game from CJ Crone at home, that should factor really well. But one other player I want to mention right now, who can continue to contribute and surprise folks, who has been a, a, a nice a nice boost for the Rockies. Is Ho- on offense is Jose Iglesias something we didn't expect so far? Jose Iglesias uh, in his past uh, four games has racked up. Uh, let's see, five, seven hits in his last four games. Uh, that's nine, thirteen, seven for his last sixteen. Got that batting average sitting at three nineteen right now. Multi-hit games uh, in, in three straight games there. Even with uh, the only one that really was uh, seeing the Giants as uh, as well as uh, as anybody. He was probably the the most effective Rockies offensive player there in San Francisco, and he's limited the strikeouts as well. He struck out uh, uh, the last game, and then uh, but hasn't. Hasn't had multi-strikeout games and has gone stretches without striking out in multiple at-bats. So Jose Iglesias has proven to be someone that uh, has been a dynamic force for the Rockies on offense. And I'm very curious to see what the Rockies will do with Jose Iglesias in terms of his spot in the lineup. Are they going to keep putting him up towards the top or are they going to bolster the back end of it with Jose Iglesias? I kind of like Iglesias being in the back end to kind of bolster up the end of the lineup and kind of give you a little bit more of a thump deeper into the lineup, at least with his uh, abilities to swing it right now. Uh, But uh, you know, you you can't neglect the hot bat either. If you pop up uh, a Jose Iglesias behind Connor Joe, the two people, uh, the two people that are, you know, taking really good approaches for the Rockies at the dish uh, right now. So, those are three players that we, we, we got to keep our eyes out on, and, and especially because I think we're going to see a, 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 a continued 
I think we're going to see a continued presence from Jose Iglesias. I think he is – I hope – the defense gets a little bit more sharper, but I'm talking just on the offensive side. If he can continue to to take this approach at the dish, and and I don't know if he's going to sit at that 300 above 300 or 300 mark all season long, but if he is at that 300 mark or above, that's a massive win for the Rockies and should be a, a nice improvement for the uh, for the club. Got a question here in the live chat from Eric Harper, but before we do that, got to tell you about some of the great folks that make this show possible, and that starts with Built Bar. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That is what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. And if you haven't tried the puffs from Built, I'll let you in on a little secret because that's what friends do. A chocolate-covered marshmallow protein bar. Yeah, you heard me. Delicious flavored marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. Make every day your birthday with Built's birthday cake puffs. Built has taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake and robed it in 100% white chocolate and added sprinkles. With 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and only 9 grams of sugar, this limited-time flavor is an amazing option if you are looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. All Built Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means with Built, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy it. They are made with collagen proteins, which your body absorbs more effectively and provides tons of health benefits. Go to Built.com to get the birthday cake puffs now. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. That's 15% off at Built.com using the promo code LOCKED15. In the live chat, we are asked here by Eric Harper, what can the Rockies exploit the most from the Royals? And, you know, that is a, a an interesting question, especially because not necessarily too sure about uh, what the Royals do. They're a team I'm not super familiar with. However, uh, Zach Granke is on the bump tonight, and he, uh, while he hasn't doesn't have a win this season, 2.67 ERA, 1.10 whip, 10 strikeouts. Had a pretty solid, uh, you know, solid year so far. And Granke is someone that has a ton of experience for the uh, against the Rockies. Rockies also have a ton of experience against Granke. Not so much this version of the Rockies. So the Rockies might be able to get out uh, and take advantage and 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 give Granke uh, his first trouble as uh, as a uh, as a team that is. Uh, coming into course, especially because, you know, Granke having a, a lot of history against the Rockies. So Kansas City here, uh, a little bit of a, a Fox Sports uh, article here previewing some of the series. The Royals have a 5-3 and three record in which they scored five or more runs. So that's going to be something to watch out for, limiting the uh, the the Royals' ability to score runs. But it seems like the, Rock, or the, the Royals have uh, not been a, uh, a huge threat in terms of offense when you look at the season. Again, uh, being a, a 10 and 19, currently uh, second to last in the AL Central here, uh, just above the Tigers with their nine wins. Uh, the Royals have, uh, they scored pretty well against the Rangers there in, in two out of the three games, but it doesn't look like their offense necessarily has a, a ton of threat, but, but some possibilities to string things together. But I'm only, I'm seeing a lot of, uh, I'm seeing a couple of shutouts here for the Royals in, in the past, about two of them coming against the Cardinals in the same series at the beginning of May. Uh, I'm seeing a, 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 a lot of, uh, 
nothing like there's no kind of big offensive explosion for the Royals here. They've kind of seemed to won a lot of uh, a lot of close ball games. They've won. They and and they've been shut out a few times. So again, if that if the Rockies can take advantage of of a team that isn't as good an offense and and limit them from that five runs so they don't get to that uh, positive statistic there, that's going to be a good thing for the Rockies. And Kyle Freeland is going to be the one to do it tonight as he is getting. The start for the Rockies, and uh, I think it's going to be another good Kyle Freeland start. Let's hope the defense backs him up. And, and, and let's, speaking of the defense, head on over to MLB.com for a piece from Thomas Harding. Rocks on need to clean up defense. will get it done. A multi-position man often can't rest when the schedule calls for it. So the Rockies' Garrett Hampson was back on the field Wednesday, brushing up on second base after pulling a late shift at the position Tuesday. I can play any position on the field and be a good defender, but it just takes reps, Hampson said. If the schedule wasn't so demanding, a whole bunch of Rockies could have been out there for a refresher. Defense, long a stronghold of the team, has been notably shaky in 2022. The Rockies, 16-15, and 15, open a three-game series with the Royals and start a nine-game homestand on Friday after Wednesday's 7-1 loss to the Giants. Completed a 1-5 road trip within the National League West. The Rockies on the road? Well, you know the drill about the offense, but the first two games in San Francisco showcased the team's defensive struggles. A pair of mid-game miscues made their late runs irrelevant on Monday, and on Tuesday, two missed early double-play chances stopped the defense from clearing up Antonio Senzatella's fuzzy outing. On the last road trip, the Rockies were swept in four games in Philadelphia when they committed seven errors. It all works together with pitching, manager Bud Black said after watching the morning practice sessions for Hampson and Connor Joe, who spends time in the outfield and a designated hitter but started at first base on Wednesday. But too often, we're not protecting the ball like we should. Whether it's throws, decisions, that's where the problems have been. We have to, do, we have to clean up some decision-making and protect the ball better. On Wednesday, execution and misfortune combined to fail the Rockies and the Giants' three-run fourth. Pitcher Chad Cool, who struck out eight but allowed five earned runs in four and two-thirds inning, threw wildly on a pickoff to advance Mike Yastrzemski to second, and Yastrzemski scored on Joe's wild throw to wide throw to the plate on Brandon Crawford's bouncer. The third run scored when Sam Hilliard was twisted by the wind and left and was in no position to throw after fielding Brandon Belt's sacrifice fly. Third baseman Ryan McMahon, who had an uncharacteristic four errors in Philly, missed a grounder that could have been an ending-ending double play in the eighth, opening the door for the Giants' final two runs. We have to assess where we all are as a group, individually or individually and as a group, but then you have to move on from it because we have another ball game in a couple of days. As a team, we take a lot of pride in defense. I do specifically, and it's eating at me a little bit, but I'll be good to go, and I'll move past it in time for next game. Rockies simply need to be better on defense. The, the Rockies' strength, uh, one of their strengths for a long time has been defense, and uh, they have the players and they have the abilities to do that. They have someone who should be a gold glove caliber third baseman right now, but uh, something about this season has just not clicked completely for McMahon. He just hasn't locked in as much as we'd like on the defensive side of things. Jose Iglesias, is, is, is while his, his last year numbers and coming in here, we are worried about it, has been touted as a defensive shortstop. This team leads the league in turned double plays. Brendan Rodgers, uh, another great defender. Garrett Hampson has played uh, plenty of defense and a multitude of positions for a long time, and C.J. Crone has, has shown to be a good defender there at first. And the Rockies outfield off our defense is something a little meh, but we've seen great performances from, from, from Randall. We've seen great performances from... Uh, uh, from Daza in terms of defense. So the Rockies have good defense. They have a, a catcher with, with, with a good throwdown time too. They just need to clean it up and they, and it'll keep them in games. Some of these games look a lot worse 
and they look a lot more tough for the Rockies when you factor in and when you take into consideration that these were games that uh, the Rockies kind of lost themselves with sloppy defense and sloppy execution. It wasn't something that uh, uh, they, they, they weren't out of ball games until stuff like missed pickoff throws, missed double play opportunities, wide throws. I mean, teams like the Giants are going to take advantage of that every single time, and it was and it was on full display there, especially when you're not when you're struggling to score anything at all. You can't be giving up free passes like that. You can't be allowing good teams like the Giants to have more opportunities to score runs. It's just simply not going to lead to successful baseball. If you want to continue to be above 500, you got to go into this Royal Series. Honestly, hoping for a sweep. You want to dominate this team at home and you want to get ready for the San Francisco Giants to come back into town and kind of show them what for because you need to bounce back from that Giants series. You need to get something going with momentum uh, for, for in the NL West and it's going to start with better defense from the Colorado Rockies because they are a team that should excel in defense just like we want them to be better on offense. Uh, the, it's another field uh, that we've seen so far this year that the Rockies can be better at and that is defense. Uh, I mentioned Jonathan Daza. We got another article that we're going to check out and read. But before we do that, got to tell you about our partners at Bet Online. Well, they continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting. Yes, that's right, folks. If you want to get into the betting action in the game, you can go right there to betonline.net and you are going to be able to drop right in. Get in on the action while it's happening, while the pitches are going on. You can do that fun live betting. Go to the effort and uh, you got all sorts of information for the playoffs and the NBA your esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet online where the game starts. Heading over to Purple Row yet again, Jonathan Daza is seizing his opportunity in a crowded outfield. This is by Evan Lang over there on Purple Row. There's no mistaking that the outfield for the Colorado Rockies is a crowded place. The Rockies are carrying at least six outfielders on their active roster with a seventh currently on the injured list. 28-year-old center fielder Jonathan Daza has already had to scrape together appearances when able since his debut in 2019. And admittedly, Evan wasn't sure where he'd fit on this team this season with such a packed outfield. Daza has proved me wrong so far by making the most of his opportunities in 2022. After a bumpy road to the majors, Daza is proving him to be a big league contributor. Jonathan Daza signed with the Rockies out of Marque, Venezuela in 2010 when he was just 16 years old. He eventually climbed his way into the organization's top 30 prospect ranking starting in 2018 and stayed there until 2020 by putting together three straight strong seasons in the minor league. Uh, the Rockies called uh, Jonathan Daza back uh, uh, back up on August 4th, and he spent the rest of the season from there. This is, uh, again, with uh, in, in the uh, uh, 2019 uh, season there. and uh, But they called him back up in August. From August 4th to September 20th, Daza appeared in 38 games with 19 starts while slashing 241, 291, 279. Limited to just 105 plate appearances in his rookie season, Daza didn't have much time to make his case. While with the COVID-19 pandemic canceling the 2020 minor league season and Daza not being called to the Rockies alternate training site, young outfielder missed an entire year of playing ball. With no options left entering the 2021 season, the Rockies had to decide if Daza would make the opening day roster or be designated for assignment. 
He showed up to spring training hungry, slashing 364, 383, 500 with three doubles and a home run through 44 spring at-bats to earn himself a spot on the 26-man roster. The Rockies entered 2022, again worried about where Jonathan Daza would fit in, and Jonathan Daza entered 2022 hungry once more. In spring training, he slashed 464, 516, 464 in 28 at-bats and made it to the opening day roster. Daza didn't make his first appearance of the year until April 8, or April 10th, but hit the ground sprinting at full speed. In his first game of the year, he went two for four. What's really impressive about Daza right now is how well he's hitting for contact and taking good at bats. He didn't take he didn't strike out for the first time this season until May 5th, and his four total strikeouts is the fewest of any Rockies batter with 20 or more at bats. Daza's high contact plate approach is playing well for the Rockies. He's currently slashing 367, 404, 429 in 21 games, and 49 at bats so far. He does have a ground ball rate on the higher side with an even 50%, but he's also hitting line drives at a solid 28.6% clip. His exit velocity is up from the previous two seasons, and so is his hard hit percentage. He's also spreading the ball evenly with pulled and opposite fields sitting at 21.4%. Massive improvements for uh, that uh, the uh, the Rockies' Daza there, and it's just an absolute uh, delight to have him succeed in this way and for him to contribute the way he has this year because not only has his approach at the dish been a welcomed improvement for him but it's also been something the Rockies have needed he's come up in big situations and his speed had such a dynamic threat for the Rockies as well including the fact that he's probably one of the Rockies stronger off or defenders in center field there as well with his uh, I would say his speed and his ability to track down and, and, and take advantage of course fields uh, you know not take advantage but but play in the center field in course field but on that on that contact that great take the high contact percentage that is how you're going to get yourself back in the lineup and that's massive for 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 contributions for the Rockies especially from Jonathan Daza who's who has been a surprise since he made his late uh season debut Sam Ewell says just caught you on the locked on Giants crossover you got a new subscriber well thank you so much Sam for joining us here on the uh, locked on Rockies podcast we'd love to have you we, I'm glad you enjoyed the crossover should be one of many there with our friends across the NL West and the Locked On Podcast Network. But yeah, so uh, to sum it all up, Rockies need to take care of business at home against the Royals in this home series. They need, if they want to stay above 500, below 500 is uh, well, uh, well possible for the Rockies here in the month of May if they don't clean it up here at home and take care of business against the Royals and show the NL West that, hey, we might struggle at home, but you're going to come here to Colorado and we're going to make you pay. Uh, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Keeping it short and sweet today for some scheduling uh, some scheduling stuff that I got to take advantage of. But thank you so much for tuning in to the Locked on Rockies podcast. You can find us at LO Rockies on Twitter. You can subscribe to the show on YouTube, Locked on Rockies. I just realized I didn't have my little graphic up this whole time. You can follow me at Paul Holden 33. My name is now right there on the bottom of the screen. It wasn't the, uh, the rest of the time here. But... Now that you've made Locked On Rockies your first listen of the day, go make Locked On MLB Locked On Now your second listen of the day to stay up to date with all things Locked On and Major League Baseball. Sully's the best there. And you can stay up to date with all things Colorado sports with the Locked On Broncos, Avalanche, and Nuggets podcasts, all free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Until next time, I'm Paul Holden, signing off.